0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them.
1: Lee Cantor here with Stone Payton, another episode of Georgia State University's Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute radio show. Stone, this is going to be a fun one.
2: Man, I absolutely love doing this. Doesn't this beat the heck out of working? You know it. No, I mean, how many neat people have we met? They, they're they so bright. They're so passionate. And everyone we've met inside this uh, this GSU ENI ecosystem, they are so focused on genuinely serving. And it's uh, we're just so blessed to get a uh, chance to do this. This segment is going to be no exception. Please join me in welcoming, first up in this episode with GSU ENI Radio, we have with us Director of Graduate Career Advancement. Miss Marilyn Santiago, how are you? I am excellent, thank you.
1: Well, Marilyn, before we get too far into things, can you talk about the Career Advancement Center?
0: Um, What are you guys
1: doing to serve folks here? I
0: sure do. Would love to talk about it. We have 1,200 graduate students at the Robinson College of Business, and the Career Advancement Center is responsible for servicing those students, um, connecting them to employers, preparing them for employers, making sure that they will have a successful career by having all the tools and resources they need. Um, We also do all programming and events for grad students, like workshops, panels, speeches. Um, We have speakers that come. We have uh, career fairs. We do all of those things. And, of course, we do career coaching.
1: And then what specifically is your role
0: at Robinson? My role as the director of graduate career advancement is to make sure that all those things take place, we have six different um, career coaches that support the grad students by program, and we do individual coaching as well as group coaching, and we also go out into the industries and find people, senior leaders, and folks who want to give back, especially alumni, to talk to our students and help them on their way.
1: Now, walk me through what happened. So you go to school here at GSU, and then some people choose to go to get their graduate degree. That's correct. And then once they make that decision, is that where where you're coming to play?
0: Yes. Once they um, finish orientation and they're on board, they're assigned a career coach. And we meet with them individually and find out where they're going, if they're career changers, career advancers. Um, so we find out all that information about them, get a profile. We tell them the type of resources that we have. We utilize Handshake, which is our job posting system. We have hundreds of employers that... Put their positions on the handshake, and our students can apply that way. And we coach them through the whole job seeking process.
1: So now, what's a resource that you have that you're like, I wish more students would take advantage of this?
0: It's called Interview Stream. Interview Stream is a great tool, great resource. It's a resource where um, you ask the system a bunch of questions, um, and then it it asks you the questions, and that you can pick whether you want a male or female interviewer. Um, which is um, someone who can ask the questions like an employer, and it videotapes you answering the questions. And then once you finish answering all the questions, um, the questions the system can come up with or you can put in, then it sends you an email with the video. of It shows you what the employer sees when you're answering a question during an interview. That is one of our best resource tools.
1: And you think that not enough students are really leveraging that?
0: Not enough students. They're afraid of doing mock interviewing. Mm-hmm when we're a safe place. So right, we, that's else right, seasoned, we right. encourage <laughs> them to come to us and to do these kind of things. And we also put on workshops on how to interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do encourage them to come to us, get the experience you need, in knowing how to interview. And we give them some advice of, you know, go to every, every interview you possibly can, go to all the career fairs, get the practice on how to answer questions, so that when you get to that key employer and you have that key job opportunity, that you do you're very successful at getting that job.
1: Right, as opposed to being super selective where the stakes are much higher, right? Everyone you have to do well.
0: Right. If it's your star employer and it's your first interview and you're really nervous, you might blow it and you might not have another right. chance. So
1: practice on the ones you don't care as that's much correct. about. <laughs> and you can
0: practice with your career coach as well.
1: So now what's the most rewarding part of the job for you?
0: Well I believe when you empower a student, you empower family. And you empower a family for generations, and that's one of the most rewarding opportunities that I have in this position. And in addition to that, you, you see the students when they first come to an open house, they're not quite sure if they want to do this. They're afraid, you know, they've been thinking about going back to school. They're not sure if they're able to do that, if, they're, if they have enough time, or if they're going to be smart enough, et cetera. And you talk with them then, and then you take them through. They go, they sign up, and we see them in orientation. And then we coach them throughout until they graduate. And then at graduation, you get to meet their family and their friends. And that is probably the most rewarding opportunity at that point because they're all thankful and grateful that you were there to support their person that was very nervous about coming back to school.
1: Now, do you have any stories you can share? I wouldn't name any names, but where um, having graduated made a big impact on the family, like you mentioned.
0: Uh, Sure. Let's see. I had a student who... um, first generation, which is interesting about Georgia State, most of our students, a lot of our students, I should say, are first generation. So they don't have folks that have um, helped develop them throughout first their childhood. having gone to going, college or graduated going college? Going to college, going to college. So they don't have any role models to, that were in the household.
1: They're the role model.
0: Yes. So they become the role model, but they're not sure either. And the whole family is supporting them. And the whole family is nervous about it. And so when they come to us, we kind of help them go through that process and calm down and realize that they can do it. And if we give them the tools and resources, they meet with us, we work with them, and then we tell them, you know, you can do this. And when when you see that turn when that in their head, when it really turns that they got it, they realize that it's not as bad as they thought. They made it through that first semester, and you had something to do with it. It's absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. And
1: then that could be a domino effect for generations yes, after that, because right?
0: now you have someone in the household who can tell you what college is all about, mm-hmm. who can talk to you about job seeking, can talk to you about how to network, can talk with you about how to study for in college and why it's important and what impact it makes on your career and in your, in your life.
1: Now, at Robinson, um, you mentioned some things, but there's events going on all the time. How do you um, help the students kind of? choose the right events?
0: One of the first things we tell them in orientation is we give them a postcard that has all the events that the Career Center is going to offer in general for the semester, and that gives them an opportunity to sit with their coach, and they can talk about which events might benefit them the most. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we have events throughout the year where employers come that are not on that postcard, where employers come and we announce to the students through email. We have a newsletter that goes out every Wednesday morning to all grad students and faculty and staff that tells them what's going on for the week or two. And then that way they know know how to participate and can schedule their time.
1: Now, how do you kind of attract these companies to come and show up here?
0: We are fortunate to be in Atlanta where there are so many wonderful organizations. And we're also blessed because we have more CEOs and senior level people that have graduated from Georgia State, and as a result, they're alums and they want to give back. And so we just let the words be known, word out there that we are interested in having them come. They can come participate in career fairs. They can participate in doing individual coaching or group coaching. They can t- come be a panelist or a speaker. Um, we have um, people from industry come all the time, especially on different products that are new, to let our students know about it. But also companies can come and actually work with students on problems that they actually have. We have employers that come And we call it um, for like our Institute for Insight for Data Analytics. The companies come and they have a problem that they can't fix and they need some help in fixing that. And so they'll come and they'll they'll, um, work with our students to help resolve their problems. And when they walk away, they've resolved their problems. They may have saved thousands of dollars as a result of it.
1: And then the students getting real, real life experience. Real life experience. It's not a hypothetical or theoretical. This is a real problem that they help
0: solve. And which is what we're big on experiential Mm -hmm. um, learning, and um, those type of things help. And employers really come back again, and they can't believe that our students are as smart as they are, (laughs) in their first generation. So there's so many of them are not as polished as you get from other other um, schools, but they have grit. They have high integrity. They want to work. They know how to work. They're hungry to prove to the world that they can do these things. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, um, our students are really excited. And many times, the employers that come for this help and um, actually end up hiring, hiring those students, the students yes, that helped, right? because those students know more about the problem than their actual employees. <laughs> exactly. So, so it's really great.
1: So now, talk to me about the relationship you have with the National Black MBAA Atlanta chapter.
0: We have been working with them for a very long time. We are very proud of our relationship. We are Atlanta is one of the largest, if not the largest, the largest, largest um, chapter. And as a result, they're very active, and we try to be very active as well. We not only support those, um, those programs that are for MBA students, but we also support those programs that deal with teenagers in high school. Mm-hmm. We support the Leaders of Tomorrow program. And um, we also support those students in competitions as well as our MBA students in competitions at the conference, the annual conference every year. And we've been fortunate. We've placed three times in the past few years at that competition, twice first place and once third place. So we're really excited about participating again this year at undergrad as well as grad level.
1: Now, any advice for the job seekers out there? Like, what are some do's and don'ts?
0: Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, that would be great. I advise my advice to them is to plan and prepare, and do not listen to everybody about their stories. Create your own story. <laughs> you know, people tell you all the time, "Well, don't do this," or "I did this and this didn't happen," or "Don't apply to that job." And I tell folks, go ahead and apply. Let the employer tell you no. Right. Don't tell yourself no. You might be missing out on an opportunity. Um, so that is, and um, the other thing I would tell them: get from behind that computer and get out and network. Get to know people. Go like all face types to of, face. Face right? to face. Get that elevator speech together. Practice on it wherever you go. Let people know that you're looking for a job, looking for a career. Don't keep it a secret. And then
1: uh has your whole career been at the Career Advancement Center?
0: No, I've spent most of my career in human resources mm-hmm. in corporate America. I've worked for GE, ADP, Honeywell, in uh, leadership roles for human resources. And this is the best part of this career. Really? Supporting students, supporting job seekers is what I love to do and have a passion for. Get them young. Get them young. (laughs) Start them out the door, right? Teach them the
1: right way, right? Yes,
0: right. That's right.
1: So now, um, do you have any favorite story or favorite person that you've helped that kind of sticks in your mind?
0: Favorite story? I have a student who came um, to Georgia State, first generation um, came for our MBA program, MBA MHA program, which are Masters of Health Administration. Mm-hmm. So they graduate with two degrees, MBA and MHA, plus a health health certification.
1: And this was a first-generation? First-generation, wow. yes. That's...
0: She started out working in, as an, in the economy department for the government um, in a junior-level position. She became promoted in the senior-level position, left and went to the Chamber of Commerce, Um, um, And then from there, she soared and has um, relocated and has done a wonderful job in her career, uh, MBA, in a leadership role, and is very thankful. And her parents are extremely proud.
1: And the alumni network is really pretty robust here. A lot of people have MBAs from Georgia State, and that's one of the kind of advantages of being part of the Georgia State family, right? You can kind of... Reach out to some of yes. these alumni.
0: And LinkedIn is wonderful. I encourage everyone for professional um, networking to get on LinkedIn and to build your um, line of um, contacts through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And then you, that's where we go and find a lot of our alumni. And when we have a student that needs something, we'll go to LinkedIn and try to find an alumni that matches, and if they're in their network or not. We will contact them and see if they're interested in supporting us.
1: Oh, so you'll do kind of matchmaking? Yes, we will. Wow,
0: good stuff. Yes, we will. And we're also having an alumni career fair for the first time. We're having it on June 14th from 11 to 2. So anyone who is interested in being an employer at at the alumni career fair, please contact me. And anyone who's who's an alum who's interested in attending because they're looking for a job, please um, contact me.
1: And then the website is robinson.gsu.edu slash CAC. Yes. And they can get a hold of you and see all the different events.
0: Yes. I am listed in my phone number and my email address, Marilyn Santiago. Wow. You must just sleep really well at night. I mean, this has got to be incredibly rewarding work. Very much so. Very much so. I wouldn't do anything else. I would do this for free. <laughs>
1: Don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to edit that out, I promise. <laughs> oh, no,
0: but that is true. I've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it in the in the community, Atlanta community, working with the job seeker organizations throughout the community and the Department of Labor and have done some really wonderful um, programs that have gotten a lot of folks' positions and careers. And it's great to meet, see people in the street and they say, "Miss Santiago, you told me to... Um, I have one person who um, who had an opportunity to work um, for, I don't even know if I should say the company, mm-hmm. for a company. And I told him, I said, don't take that job because it's going to you're going to take in half of what you made before and it's going to take you a long time to pick back up. You need mm-hmm. to hold out, wait a little bit right. because if not, you'll get stuck in that position and you'll be there for a very long time. He didn't listen. He did it. He said to me, I've been there now for 10 years. You told me not to do it. You told me to go ahead and start my career. Now that I'm retired, I'm now finally doing what I wanted to do, and I could have done it a long time ago. Got used to the money and get used to the job, got comfortable, and uh, therefore didn't progress as far as I wanted to. So listen to your career coach. Yeah, they might know something. (laughs) They might know a little (laughs) bit of something.
2: Well, before we wrap, let's make sure that our listeners know how to get in touch with you or someone on your team. I've got the URL as robinson.gsu.edu slash CAC. That's that sound correct. about right? That's correct. All right. They can reach out. They can have a conversation with you or somebody on your team and, and learn more about all these great things you're doing. Yes, they can. All right. Hey, stay with us. We're going to visit with a couple of folks, okay? I will. Thank you. All right. Next up on this episode of GSU ENI Radio, we have with us Director of Economic Development for, this is a long acronymly, NBMBAA and CEO Sorry. the Physicians Practice SOS Group, Please join me in welcoming to the show Ms. Regina Mixon-Bates. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. How's everyone doing today?
1: We are doing great. Doing uh, good. So tell us about your work at the NBMBAA.
3: The National Black uh, MBA Association for the Atlanta chapter. I am the Director of Economic Development um, for the chapter, And in that role, I'm responsible for our signature event as well as uh, the events surrounding entrepreneurship. Our signature event that is coming up next month is the Entrepreneur Institute, which is going to be on June 8th at the Buckhead location for (laughs) Georgia State University. I'm very excited about that. What
1: was the thinking to partner with GSU's uh, Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute?
3: Oh, well, one of the reasons why we wanted to partner with GSU and have continued to partner with GSU is because of their leadership in entrepreneurship and graduating C-suite individuals um, across the board in, in their programs. And it is very rewarding for us to be partnered with Georgia State University uh, with that. We call, it the,
2: uh, we call it the Maryland Factor. Uh, the Maryland Factor, <laughs> okay.
3: Oh, I okay. love it. I love it. I gotta remember that. I'm I gonna like steal that one. I like that. I like that. I'll <laughs> that. steal that one.
1: <laughs> so, now like as part of the uh, National Black MBA Association, what is the overall mission of the entire? So, this is happening around the country?
3: Yes. Uh, there's different chapters around the country. Um, we are the largest chapter. In uh, the organization here in Atlanta, we have over 1,300 members. Wow! Uh, in the in the organization, for but it's champion.
1: not only GSU. It's not and only. It could be from any university. It could universe. be from
3: anywhere. Yes.
1: And then, uh, how did you get involved with the group?
3: Uh, I have been involved with National Black MBA for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. I have served in a board capacity now for five years.
1: And then do you have a day job, or this is, a, is this a, a full-time job by itself?
3: I do have a day job, and sometimes I feel like this is my day job as well. But I, yes, I do have a day job. I am the CEO of a uh, healthcare consulting company called the Physicians Practice SOS Group.
1: And then so you got into this, um, the MBA program as just a volunteer?
3: As a volunteer, yes. Yes, so, everything so, we do for National Black MBA is board uh, director's is volunteer. Wow.
1: So then um, what's your? what do you do on your day job?
3: On my day job, I am a consultant and educator for physicians and healthcare entities that need help with management, compliance, and overall... Um, overseeing, if you will, of their operation. And are
1: your clients here primarily in Atlanta, or they can be anywhere?
3: They can be anywhere. I was in California last week uh, as an expert witness for a hospital Wow. Um, case.
1: <laughs> so now, um, how do you balance the two?
3: Um, I try to make sure that I am segmenting out my time effectively so that nobody gets slighted if you will um day job i'm usually there from nine to four monday through thursday Mm -hmm. nba i take home with me in the evenings and on fridays so friday mornings i'm working national black nba monday mornings i'm working national black nba wow yeah
1: and then this event talk can you talk about kind of how you manage that
3: so with this event, I do have uh, a committee of people that work with me. So it's not just me, too? they're volunteers as well. So the
1: whole organization yes. is primarily volunteer-driven? Everybody
3: wow. is volunteers, yes.
1: Wow, yes. that must be a job by itself, yes. just kind of herding all those cats. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's,
3: that's, that's the case, yes. We do, but I do have a good group of individuals that are working with me. Uh, my co-chair, um, for instance, yesterday took a conference call for me, because I wasn't available, right? Um, because I was working on a case for my <laughs> business, so she did did that. And we then we have other volunteers that are going to fall in line with handling the vendor management and handling uh, the speakers that might be coming in and directing people and yeah. sign ins.
1: So, how do you um, attract speakers?
3: Uh, the speakers we have. I have a network of individuals and a lot of times as a organization, we have a network of individuals because we have great partners like Georgia State University and some other corporate entities that Mm -hmm. we work with. And so sometimes our speakers come from those other corporate entities as well as local C-suite individuals here.
1: And then regarding like a theme or the topics they speak on, is that the group decides that?
3: Uh, I decide that as the director, uh-huh. um, input from co-chair and overall what we know entrepreneurs need. Mm-hmm. So if as an entrepreneur, when I started out, I know that I needed help with branding and, you know, how how do I set my company up? Do I set it up as an LLC? Do I set it up as an S-Corp or a C-Corp? Or how do I set that up that makes sense for me and my business model? And oh, then, so awesome. you're
1: getting kind of in the weeds of the kind of the basic building blocks.
3: Basic building blocks, as well as if you're already an entrepreneur and you're in the business, but, you know, hey, I need some other innovative ideas. Like on to get how to, to do, the next level. To get to yeah. that next level, yes.
1: Now, yes. Is, is, is the event primarily education or is there networking
3: and um, kind of you hit the nail on the head there is education plus networking uh-huh. um in addition to that we are also doing a pitch competition oh wow so for entrepreneurs that um want to participate in that pitch competition for the potential to um have seed money or oh, there's a cash you know, prize there's a cash prize how yes. much is that we have three levels 2500 1500 mm-hmm. and 500 And the winner of our pitch competition then goes on to the national pitch competition. Oh, so this is
1: just for Georgia or the Atlanta?
3: Uh, For here, our Entrepreneur Institute is just, that pitch competition is just for here, but once Mm -hmm. they go into the national pitch competition, this yeah.
1: Is the prize money more? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's
3: about $50,000. Oh, wow.
1: So that's that can really uh, make a difference
3: that can make a big difference for uh any entrepreneur where either you're starting out or you've been in build- business for three years five years or ten years
1: now is it a one-day event or is it several days
3: it's a one-day event uh here uh from eight to three
1: Oh, so it's seven hours seven
3: hours and then of intense information so now
1: what happens i get there I sign up. There's speakers throughout the day. There's, there's speakers spe- throughout the, pitch the day. Contest yeah. to the pitch competition that's, is at the end. That's the highlight. That's right? the that's, highlight. Yes. And then uh, is there kind of a MC, a guest person that's kind of facilitating the so pitch? So I'll
3: march? be um, I'll be facilitating the pitch competition or, uh, along with some other local judges. So we've got one of the CEOs uh, from Wells Fargo is mm-hmm. uh, participating, wow. um, and um, some other C-suite individuals from from our and they're
1: the judges, and then they're going to—is it just the winner and then runners up, or mm-hmm. is there like kind of a people's mm-hmm. prize? You know, where the
3: the There's crowd. There's the winner. And <laughs> There's not a people's mm-hmm. prize, but there is uh, the first, second, and third place. That's prize. that's yes. who's going to get some money. Yes. yes.
1: And then, do you—is it too late to sign up?
3: It is not too late to sign up. We have information on our website at National Black uh, uh, ATL MBA. Um, atlbmba.org
1: and then for you what's the most rewarding part of the job oh
3: wow there's so many Um, I would think the, the primary one that comes to focus is when I see the light bulb go off in the sessions you can almost see them oh I didn't think about that I can put this into place
1: Right. So they start connecting dots or they yes. start thinking, I can do this, this yes. is possible.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: And th- then how long is this um this event is this the first year of the event or it's been going no, on? No, it's a been while?
3: going on for uh for as long as I can remember. Right. Um, we are uh the Atlanta chapter um started in the nineteen eighties. We were coming up on our forty year anniversary. Now anybody come
1: out of this that is that you can remember that has a successful business?
3: I have not heard of anybody that has not had a successful business <laughs> so that have they, come out of the Institute.
1: So then they come out of this and launch businesses. This helps them launch successful businesses. This helps businesses.
3: them launch successful businesses, or if they've already got a business or have a business in place, then it also helps them to keep fresh with right. their ideas and what needs to be do- what they need to be doing in order to keep the innovation going. Now business. what's
1: the uh the coordinates for the event? What's the day and time and
3: the day is June eighth. June eighth. At eight AM is the start time. And, and where? it is at the Buckhead location for Georgia State University. Oh
1: wow. So yeah. it's no excuses. No excuses.
3: Great parking available. Is it
1: cost money to attend or
3: it does cost money to attend. Um it is um um, we still have early bird registration going on right now, so they can still get their early bird tickets for $55 through the National Black MBA uh, Association website. We have a link on there that says Upcoming Events, and they can click on that, and it takes them right to the Eventbrite.
1: That's atlbmba.org. Yes. Well, thank you so much for
3: sharing your story. Thank you so much for having us.
2: Uh, Lee, that was a fantastic interview. But I turned my microphone on for a minute. We're not wrapping this segment without hitting a couple of other topics. Okay. Uh, I did my pre show research. This lady walked the runway in Milan and Paris. She <laughs> hosts a TV show called Fix My Practice TV, and she's got a book out. <laughs> Against the Odds, a story of assurance, strength, love, and hope. i got to ask about t- both of those things. Oh my the TV goodness. show, what do you do? Who
3: do you interview? What's that about? So Fix My Practice TV is geared toward the providers or healthcare industry, and we talk about all sorts of things like compliance or what they should be doing uh, to prepare for an audit, maybe, if somebody's coming in, or what they need to do to make sure their medical records meet medical necessity.
2: Wow, and so and this is this material also recorded so people can tap into it YouTube, and listen to it on um, YouTube. YouTube, TV. Okay, but like right yeah. now, if they want to go,
3: if they want to learn about these topics, right, they can go well, right to YouTube you. and look for the Physicians Practice SOS YouTube TV.
2: Isn't interviewing smart, bright people a lot of fun?
3: Yeah, I it, know. <laughs> it, it, right? it is. It is. It is. It's a lot of fun.
2: Right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Tell us about this book. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not hasn't been out long, right?
3: It has not been out long. Uh, we launched in April. April, and it we had our first book signing last friday yes at for keeps books on auburn avenue wonderful wonderful location uh the book is a it was really cathartic it took me 10 years to write it but it is a um book that chronicles my mother's journey here from germany uh-huh. the Uh, trials and triumphs that she had along with some of the things that I went through through my life journey without my mother because she passed when I was seven Mm -hmm. and um, gives you life strategies on how to deal with different things that might be happening in your life.
2: Well you just do all this in your spare time between the (laughs) the association and oh my gracious well keep up the good work and one more time Uh, before we wrap, let's make sure that we've got coordinates for this event where people can go learn more and and register. Yes,
3: yes. So registration is on Eventbrite, but you can get the link through the National Black MBA's website, which is atlbmba.org. And you're going to go down to the event section and find the Entrepreneur Institute. And there is a link there for registration.
2: Well, thank you so much for investing the time and energy to visit with us today.
3: Appreciate you all having us today.
2: Hey, stay with us a minute. We're going to visit with one more person. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Lee, you ready for the headliner? I am. This is where the rubber hits the road. Hey, this is it, man. He's been sitting there very patient. He's been nodding his Mm -hmm. head a lot. I don't know if he actually takes notes, but I can just tell that he was... (laughs) He was logging it in, you know, Uh, and uh, his company, his organization is called Welcome to the Wall. I don't know if that's a Game of Thrones (laughs) reference or what it is, but it is time now to bring into the show writer, consultant, Chaz Jenkins. How are you, man?
4: I'm good. I I should probably just change that to writer. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm trying to do. I have, there's day job me, then there's not day job me. My day job, I'm a consultant. I work for productivity, my night job. Or what I'm trying to make my, you know, the side hustle is I write comedy, of all things.
1: Right
2: up, up your all alley, things. Lee. Right right up and the guy this morning. Oh, oh, you're a, com- Wait, you're a comedy? Went to the class this morning. The guy we interviewed first episode today. He right, he went to he some did. comedy
1: thing. Uh, now, um, I'm not. My son is. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so talk to me about uh, the National Black MBA Program. Yeah. Why, why'd you get involved with that? So, I
4: wanted, it was 2015? Um so every year the National Black MBA Association has a national expo conference and that's basically where a lot of companies come together and hire um a lot of students and things like that and me being a broke student looking for a job <laughs> <laughs> I I I needed to go so I remember sh- like sharing hotel rooms and you know I had to make it make it happen having a terrible suit <laughs>
0: No you look good Yeah you know
4: I was I was there for a couple years uh, consistently, consecutively.
0: So
1: you graduated from GSU. Were active in that program?
4: Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still a member.
1: You're still a member? Oh, you because as an alumni, you're an, a member
4: of National Black.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm right. still
4: uh, so. I went from a student member of so getting the discount to having to pay the adult. Now you're paying for <laughs> yeah. ride now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Still broke. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah.
1: So now, um, did that help you get your job? That uh, affiliation?
4: No. See, actually, I don't.
1: You're supposed to say yes, just FYI.
4: No, I, I understand. I wasn't a, um, in retrospect, I probably wasn't the best candidate, or I didn't, because, you know, you're supposed to say, well, why do you like this job? I'm like, because I need a job. Or I didn't literally say that, but. <laughs> he didn't listen
0: to his coach. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, in my heart, like,
4: when, in retrospect, I did not attack with intention. and I wasn't intentional in my job search at the mm-hmm. time. Now I'm, I'm much more Focused, But at the time, I was kind of, I didn't really have the skill of understanding what it takes. So I was kind of like, um, you know, talking to these people. It's was like, this guy doesn't. I remember talking to one of the car companies. I was like, do I really want to go to Detroit? Nah. But my, my attitude probably came off that way. Mm-hmm. I had to not hear back from them again. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I think now it's, it's probably more beneficial because I've matriculated just outside of the education system, right. just myself, trial and error. So now it's more beneficial because I can network and. You know, and he's uh,
2: using really big words. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, lo- I'm gonna look that up while you yeah. all finish.
4: So yeah, uh, it's, it's it's better for me now since I'm less uh, I'm less goofy. But <laughs> well, we'll be the judge of that.
1: Now you're you're working as a consultant right now. Yes, yeah. But then you're you're trying to make it as a comedy writer. Yeah. Simultaneously, yeah. which aren't exactly they don't go hand in hand. Those all. two careers. Not at all. So now, how serious are you about this comedy?
4: So, very. Um, what, I, what I learned to get to this point is to do a lot of things takes money, but writing costs zero dollars. That's right. And it just takes time and talent. And I have both of those things, but I don't have a lot of money to invest. <laughs> so my, my, pl- my plan, my grand scheme is to package. I'm learning how to package content. So I attended a uh, a pitch for shows, and I was like, oh. So I've been to a lot of obviously E and I, George State E and I um, has a business competition. I attended a lot of you know co- competitions over the years, but right. pitching a show was a little different. It's kind of the same. Um, so I'm learning how to. I'm I'm putting my own deck together, and my plan is to um, I want to pitch one season of a show, comedy, and I actually I I just came up with the premise or it's just now the, in the, the log line no 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 <laughs> uh, two hours ago uh, <laughs> okay so what's the lo- log line You're so test it here we'll the,
1: focus group it here
4: the, okay mm-hmm. the log line is uh, wait a minute yeah we got I nothing I but time i know right this is perfect for radio <laughs> so uh here's the description so asking the questions we're wondering but too afraid to ask
1: okay so is it a reality show
4: no no so it's um i want it to be animation
1: animation yeah so, so you're an animator
4: no and that's and that's part of the problem <laughs> part of the problem that's another <laughs> obstacle so <laughs> i can i can write all day but then okay I like you, you know you pass it off to an animation
1: so you do know. you have an animator in mind a buddy that's an animator
4: no but if anybody's listening <laughs> um, they can <laughs> you know contact Doesn't me G-
1: gsu in the creative media there's no animators hanging out there
4: I don't, I have to go. See, you I'm, I'm you working on day. You still have a career coach. You still have a career coach. Oh, sorry. That's, right. that's forever.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. That's forever. That's right.
0: No, that's an important point, though. You, yeah. you, that's true, right? That's true. Alums can still contact the Career Advancement Center and be coached. We won't give you as much time as we give current students, but we give you an awful lot of time and help you get in the right direction. I think
2: that's an important point to underscore. And it could also be a viable dating strategy. You're not cruising for chicks. You're in search of an animator. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, uh, in
4: this current climate.
2: <laughs>
1: so now, uh, in your comedy career, so you want to be a writer, you don't want to do stand-up or improv um, or perform? I,
4: I, I probably will. What I'm realizing is, and now... Like we have Miss Regina here, who does like twenty things. You can right. you to be successful, you have to do at least like three things well. That's right. So I'll probably have to do uh, stand up just to just to be different, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of comedy writers, but not people who write comedy and do and stand up. perform. Yeah, so that's that's at least that's that's more so just to separate myself from the pack.
1: Now, and, what attracted you to comedy?
4: I've always I always liked writing. Um, I basically. We did a, ta- a table read is when you have like basically if we all read a script now. This would be a table read. So welcome to the wall. Uh, we were we were past tense a podcast. Um, and on one of the podcasts, I wrote something like, "Hey, um, let's try it out. We did it. It worked well." And then with other friends, um, we did other table reads, and we just you know I just got encouraged to bring it back, and now just going out at full speed. Um, and again, like before, I was kind of like trying to figure out real estate and all these other things. And I'm like, man, this takes money and my credit check. I don't, so. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the world of Chaz. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? a lot going on. Yeah, so I was like, I,
4: you know, just focus on the comedy part. And that's just kind of um, developed. And I've, I think I've grown over the last year or so.
1: Now, what about comedy. mentors? Do you have any comedy mentors? No. None? No. Not one person? Marilyn knows people. That's correct. Do you know Marilyn?
4: So. Do you know Marilyn? Like, <laughs> when you say mentor in terms of <laughs> yes. what's the, what's your definition of a mentor?
1: Somebody that's already been there and done that that can kind of show you oh, the way.
4: Oh, no, no. I, will, I like that. But in terms of like, I thought you were asking, you know, do I have like a, you know, who do you? Because people, people ask me like, oh, well, what's, what's your style? Like, who do you like? I'm like, well, I try to be original. That was the artist in me coming home, so
1: Right. Well, I mean, but part of getting to a place that's a hard place to get to, it, which very, comedy is yeah. a kind of a lottery ticket profession, right? There's not tons and tons of people that can successfully do that and make a living. Mm-hmm. So you need to know some people that have been there and done that. that can
0: yeah.
4: And I'm just now networking in that world. And this... Um, just the whole entertainment business is you know, it's people do business through Facebook. I don't I'm not a fan, but you know, it's just it's,
1: Well, that may or may not be true. <laughs> if you know somebody in the industry, they can open doors and you don't yeah. have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm trying to I'm trying to rise above,
3: you know, that's
4: social,
0: somebody yeah.
3: else's story, not yours. That's right, right. Marilyn. Didn't right. you just say that? I just said that. Exactly. That. And I do know people in comedy. Oh, see that? So. You don't know who you let it be known. That's right.
1: Sometimes you got to ask the universe for help.
2: I need
4: help. (laughs) I'm I'm looking. I'm going to these events. I'm networking.
0: One of the great things about Chaz when he was an MBA student is that he has high energy, as you can tell. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of great ideas. And I think his learning is experiential. Mm -hmm. You know, he has to live it to learn it. He's got to skin skin his knee a little bit. Yes, he does. He (laughs) has a lot of skill. He has a lot of skill. And uh, he just has to determine what he wants to do with and it.
4: And that's basically, yeah, that's kind of my learning last couple mm-hmm. of years. Nar- na- focus, narrow the focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You still have a day job?
4: I still have my day job.
1: Cheer up.
0: A lot of people don't have day it's jobs. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing
4: a bad thing, just in case they hear this. I'm very happy to be employed. <laughs>
1: well, that gives you kind of resources now to do these other things.
4: It does. And it's also a challenge, like you say, you know, have I met an animator um, you know, just the networking piece. Of, you know, your my hours are blocked off from business hours. Right. So basically I have to try
3: to work around that. Exactly.
1: But the obstacle is the way. That's part of the... That's
4: part of the journey.
3: That's part of the, journey. It's uh, the grind. Yeah, that's part of the grind. And that's part of what we do with the Entrepreneur Institute as well. There's a whole bunch of networking opportunities mm-hmm. that are available to... hours. Individuals <laughs> that are seeking... You never know who knows someone. And
4: I think my biggest I, I attended in 2017, I think, and my okay. uh, Antonio Barnes. He was like he was my favorite.
3: Okay. Okay. Did you you know? I was not there in 2017. Uh-huh. I was actually traveling okay. during that okay. time, but yeah.
4: But I I can just to endorse the um, National Black NBA Ent- Entrepreneur Institute. It was a great program, and
3: I can't look forward to this year I'm going to attend. Got some great speakers. Oh. Be some great networking for you.
1: That's right, and this is this shows you kind of the whole. You can see the whole uh, ecosystem from the school and the help there, from the people that are part of the association, and people that are alumni who have gone through it. I mean, there's there's ways that everybody can help each other if you leverage all of the help that's available. That's correct.
0: Mm-hmm. We're a business school, but we know athletes. You know, we know entertainers. Right. We know comedians. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening in the Atlanta scene. So be happy to help. Help
1: yes. is out there. Mm-hmm. So now, if somebody wanted to learn more about "Welcome to the Wall," what's the coordinates for that?
4: Yeah, um, we're really active on our Instagram. So, "Welcome to the Wall" podcast, "Welcome to the Welcome to the Wall Atlanta" podcast on Facebook, um, "Welcome to the Wall" Contact us and just check us out. Check out our content. We're looking forward to. I'm uh, actually doing a pivot with that as well, so I look forward to new stuff happening with that.
1: Good stuff. Well, thank you all for sharing your story today.
0: Been wonderful. Thank all you. right.
1: This is Lee Cantor for Stone And we'll see you all next time on Georgia State University's Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute radio show.